Was that Sean Paul out there? Couldn't you tell by the smell? Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode number 32. It's the Brooklyn Boys podcast. That was Sean Paul out there. It was. Brody, that's crazy. Scary Jones. You know, I will say that... There's an aura about a legendary artist. I was I would even go so far as to say a legacy artist. I mean, well, Sean Paul, Sean Paul has been making music for about maybe maybe 17 about, years maybe? Yeah, but very close to that. Well, he's his first hit was 2001 with Blue Cantrell and Hit him up style? Yeah. Is that the Sean one? Sean Paul and Blue Cantrell. Yeah. I, but I remember, I mean, Get Busy, huge hit from Sean Paul. I'm just taking a look. But he goes, I don't really care what people say. I don't really dare, but then what do? I'm going to stick to my girl's oh, oh, like glue. I did a sniffing glue song parody to that. You did? Yeah. I don't want to sniff them glue. Can we play it? See if it's in there. But it was mostly like mumbling. Okay, hold on. Okay, so t- while so, you're looking, speaking yeah. of legendary artists, yeah. Now, and so to me, by the way, Sean, yeah. my point was Sean Paul is legendary, is legendary because he's, for most of my career, him like Britney yeah, Spears. No, no. Well, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, well, yeah, Sean but, Paul, he's great. But I, I said hello to him in the hallway over by the men's room. He was walking in through the lobby, and I saw him out by uh, the rock station. And uh, he says, "Hey, man!" He recognized me, so he gives me the big hog pat on the back. Yeah, and then he walked away. And I reeked of marijuana. <laughs> you know, like they say, contact high? Yeah. Well, I made contact with a guy who was clearly... I think it's in his jacket. Well, I don't know what pocket he keeps it in, but it's all over his jacket. <laughs> no, no, I mean, seriously, it is like it is like soaked into his jacket. Okay, you ever go up to an old couch at somebody's house or like, like in the haunted house and you hit the couch and the dust flies out? Yeah. When I, when I back patted him... Yeah. Marijuana flew out of the back of his jacket. He's like pig pen and peanuts, but yeah, instead like, of dirt, <laughs> it's Mary J. <laughs> oh, here's your here's your song parody. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is old school. You can't comprehend now. Yeah, oh no, can't comprehend. Shut up, all. What the hell I said? But no one really knows just what I said. Even I don't really have a clue. My tongue often sticks like a maiden glue, and I make up a word or two. Spend a lot of time wondering what I said. I got a lot of cheesecake in my bed. Gotta save a damsel in distress. My underwear is red. Well enough, boys and girls go buy my CDs over at some Goody. Whenever I get excited, I get the woody woody. I'll make this line up, then I add a shooby shooby. Went to I hop, had the Rudy Tootie fresh and Fruity. Dead squirrels on the road, they are so stinky, stinky. Can't believe J-Lo is still not with P. Diddy, Diddy. When I make love, I put a cop right on my Jimmy, Jimmy. Funniest person on Friends has to be Phoebe, Phoebe. The duets like Ashanti and Jarul, I'm cool. Did baby boy with Beyonce and breathe with Blue. It is so hot, just do not pee in my pool. Need a dictionary for you to follow this tune. Well, I don't really care what words you say. There just ain't a way it can be proved. My tongue often sticks like a meeting glue. I play Monopoly, how about you? Girls take lots of time, just them getting dressed Got a lot of cheese up in my head Got Hansel and Gretel in my bed And crumbs of bread <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that one That's Eat Glue Yeah Shaw Paul Yeah, my time, I speak like my tongue I'm Like I've been eating glue 
anyway, what a nice guy. Yeah. And we were just talking to him out in the hallway. That for... was the sequel to Mr. Mumbler, which we played last that week. That was Shaggy. Shaggy. Shaggy did Mr. Mumbler. No, no, what I'm saying is, in my world, that was my parody equivalent of a sequel. Oh, so you did Mr. Mumbler first? Yeah. Mumbler. So, Mumbler. Yeah, Mr. Mumbler Mr. was Mumbler. 1998. Right. That was, I think, 2004. Yeah. I also did, um, oh, remember Macy Gray? Yeah, what I, was her song? Oh, I try to say yeah, goodbye, pull up, but pull up. I, I try to speak. Oh, shut up! We you we did this. Oh one? yeah, any song where he was mumbling. Yeah. Hold oh, and then a I second. did a Alanis Morissette parody. Wait, hold on! Oh, I hold can't on. keep up with you. Let yeah, me. I try to it? speak. I oh, it's Macy Gravel. Yeah, Macy Gravel. <laughs> because she got us. Hold on. Here we go. This is what you don't get enough of on the show anymore. Exactly. Let's play this in its entirety. All right. Pronouns and verbs. I don't pronounce my words. My jaw just flaps. You will want to go and check your ears. I slur my words like a babe. Blah, blah, saps. Your eyes will cross when I'm talking to you. Then major in school in public speaking You cannot figure out what I spoke Trying to enunciate and I mumble Whatever I say is not clear I just mumble like I'm drunk on beer My English is broke I try to say a phrase and I mumble Though I try to hide it, it's clear My voice sounds like this gravel in Figure out what I spoke. I don't enunciate, I just mumble. Whatever I say, Macy Gravel. Not I just on the, the Boys like podcast. Like I'm drunk on beer. <laughs> well, so Alanis Morissette must have had a song too that, that you said. Yeah, I thought it was I got one hand in my pocket. No, there was one song on her on her second album. Yeah. Where she just rambled on and it was like Indian rhythms and oh, it's not. It's, it, it was. It's it wasn't even, a hit. It wasn't. Even it was a, a single, but it wasn't a hit. Is it Guardian? No. No. And then what we did was I had a singer just read an Amex statement, like the the fine print on the back. Yeah. To the music, because it was <laughs> made more sense than her stupid song. Wow. We had a lot of mileage out of Alanis Morissette. We sure did. So yeah. So I used to. I still write parodies for radio stations around the country. We just don't play a lot on our show. Which I don't understand why. Uh, well, whatever. Well, it's okay. Listen, I put some of them on YouTube. Search my name. Um, yeah. Anyway, you notice uh, some of our phone taps are on YouTube. Yeah, well, I, we, I, you we, know, we uh, take most of them down. Yeah, I know, but I, you know, there was a couple of them that I did that I that for some reason went all over the place. I did a, a phone tap on a, I guess it was a Russian kid, and he was, you know, the Russian kid was tapping his dad. And the guy was screaming in Russian. And I believe we aired the phone tap. And this phone tap went all around Brighton Beach, Brooklyn, our old neighborhood. Remember Brighton Beach, Brody? Yes. You know, Brighton Beach, home of a lot of Russians. So anytime I go someplace and I talk to people, you know, from that area and they happen to be Russian, they remember this phone tap because it went viral. Somehow it went all over the web. It even made it to Russia itself. That was a very... It did. You know, that that's the thing I have a problem with. What? When people say it went viral all over the place. First of all, that's what viral means. Second of all, the internet's the internet. So to say it went to Russia, 
I mean, it, I mean it's, it was but, played in but Russia. You, but how did it get there? How, does how did anything, it get there? How did it's get, the I internet. Mean, well, you, yeah, but you, Here's no, what no, happens. No, Somebody place. hears it in, in Brighton Beach, Brooklyn, which is all Russians. And they send it to the family. Go, they go, Alexi, I got a great thing for you. I'm going to send you an email. Please. Yeah, but what I'm I think s- the Russians know how to get into our system. No. <laughs> Where do you get that from? I don't know. I I heard something. Brody with the political. Humor. What? I have Facebook. I know. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that that guy's in trouble. You know that one dude was coming out from the government. He's like, I want Mark Zuckerberg to take the stand himself, and he's got to sit there and he better explain to us personally how this happened. Well, whatever. They'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that now. All right. That's um, for the other podcast I do. Which one? I don't have one. Be like, what's the one you do, man? What's the other one? I don't have one. You know, one. we could really like mess with people's heads. Oh, my politics? Talk about, talk about another podcast. My, my po- political podcast? Yeah, Brody's political podcast. Po- yeah, uh, by podcast. the way, speaking of which, uh, uh, Joy Reid from MSNBC, her bookers oh, have not contacted me yet. The follow-up. I have to I have to DM her again, slide into her DMs. Yeah. And uh, remind her that she wants to have me on. Someone who did uh, publicly tweet us was Michael Rappaport. Yes, he did. So it seems that... He's on to us. Okay, he knows so, we're after him. We're right. in hot pursuit of getting Michael Rappaport on the show. Right. So one of our one of our listeners tweeted, "When are you gonna have Michael Rappaport on?" At Mike Rappaport. Like, on, and by at, the way, you have a hard fast rule about CCing the person. Well, if you badmouth them, okay. If you're like, Brody oh, it's not like when you badmouth somebody. If if you were gonna say something bad about Cardi B, you don't want to at Cardi B her. And because, attack, I, and that's atta- offensive. Right. But with this, in this case, it worked in our favor because Michael Rappaport was copied in the tweet. Right. And he saw it and responded. And he wrote back. So I wrote back to this person at, at them and at Michael Rappaport because I wanted him to see it. Hopefully soon, love him. And he wrote back, uh, yeah, working on it will be soon. Something like that. So then everybody who saw that freaked out. Yeah. Now, I, yeah. Somebody, somebody, see, here's what I want to ask though. Don't copy me. If I tweet at a, and I say, had a problem at, let's say, Joe's Burger Joint, right? Don't take it on your on your own to then tweet, hey, at David underscore Brody, at Joe's Burger Joint. Oh. Can't wait till you rip them and get free dessert. Yeah, you like, don't want that. I will make the decision if I want to at that. I don't want them knowing. Like I, or if I say something on the podcast. It's almost like, like a sucker punch, though, if you think about it. Right, like if it's I- like you're sucker punching them. It's like, you know, you're doing it behind their back. You're ripping the rug also, out from under them and running. Also- if I, if, I, if I mention a company on here, yeah. I don't want you guys to tweet at them so that they know that I have a show and I'm on but, the radio. Wait and a I, second. Would that be considered cowardly then? That you're not manning up? You're not owning no, your own No, because I want... No, no. I'm just devil's advocate. I'm going to answer that. Not arguing. I want them to give me whatever they're going to give me because I'm a customer. Not because they're worried about or concerned that I might rip them on the radio, which I would never do. Okay. You know, well, I, I know we, we we play we play fair. It's 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 an unfair advantage to have a power of a microphone in our corner. Right. So I don't go on and and, and take this opportunity. I whenever I say here, I say after the fact. <laughs> I don't come on and go, "Oh, I'm going to rip hula hands, right? I tell you I've already done it yeah. and they did the right thing by me." I you know, I'll never forget um we were in a, our radio station was in a parade, um, a smaller parade. Oh, the Hoboken St. Patrick's Day Parade, several Ooh, years name ago. Name and names. Yeah, well, well, I'm not going to name the name of the person who did this, but I we were I was on there with another DJ from another day part on the on Z100, and we were hanging out and we were on the microphone. Why are you giving me stank? I don't face, know if bro? I like where this is going. <laughs> well, no, no, you no, got in trouble with that with no, the fast food place for tweeting no, at them. No, no, no. So it was it was it was another per- you tell that story. another DJ and I. Yep, we'll tell that story. Another DJ and I on the float and we both had microphones. Um, and we're and 
We both had microphones. Another DJ and me. Another DJ and me. We'll get to that. Nah, in a I'm second. fucking with you. Uh, okay. Another DJ and I were on the float. I That's what I thought. I was just fucking with you. And we're calling out to everybody. Hey, what's going on, Hoboken? And then some drunk asshole out of the crowd goes, "Fuck you and your radio station!" Screaming out loud. Oh, I don't listen to you. Listen to whatever. Hot ninety-seven. Whatever. They whatever. And then, and then, um, said DJ gets into the microphone and says, well, uh, and just rips into him, into the microphone, and everyone around in that earshot was laughing their ass off as as this guy was ripping the hell out of this one guy. Yeah. And the, the moral of the story is, as he said on the mic, he goes, he goes, ah, you feel a little powerless now that I'm overpowering you and I got a microphone. You don't, don't, don't fuck with the guy with the microphone because I will, I will rip you a new one. He goes, Talk, tell me about you. Where's your girlfriend right now? Wait, she's not. She's not anywhere near you. She's. She's probably. She's probably kissing some other guy over there. Like, like, like literally. He, so this they, guy went in for. So this DJ handled him like a heckler. Heckled. Yeah. Th- this guy. One. One little peep out of the dude in the crowd. He was silenced. Tail between the legs. Cowering. That's pretty much what you get when you do stand up and someone heckles. I mean, you pretty much get the final say because yeah. you have got the microphone. But so again, why would anyone even heckle? Why would you even well go it, so far? If as you're to really going to be ballsy, then you jump up on the float and you beat the shit out of the DJ with the microphone. Nope, we were in the Z100 skybox, which is oh, like oh, 50 oh. feet off the ground. Oh, so if you don't know what the skybox is, and how would you? <laughs> it was an old it, school. It's, it's like a, it's like living in a trailer home, but the trailer home had like a, one of those X's, those. Um, uh, extender things that like lift you up. Yeah, right. Like we, a, we, were, we were like ninety feet in the air. It was right. an old boombox, right. a nineties style boombox. I, I on the top of the boombox. I don't have to know who the DJ was to know if he was on the ground near the guy. He wouldn't have spoken like that. <laughs> he would not have. But yeah, but, but how did you handle hecklers when you were doing stand up? Well, again, I don't want to. I don't want to mislead people. I really didn't do stand up when you did, did your sketch improv, comedy you and did improv. improv. Well, first of all, nobody heckled me because I'm hilarious. But there is that. No, we, there were a couple of times we had some people who were a little little rowdy, whatever. Uh, you, you know, you would you would say things that were funny but not offensive, like "Hey, don't you have to get back to work? The fries are done." You know, yeah, that's hilarious. That, that old joke, that, that's or, great. you know what I mean? That's a that that's a crowd silencer. Yeah, I, I'm pre- hey, dude, no, I'm just gonna give you a heads up. I'm pretty sure annoying me on stage is a violation of your parole. Like you know, things where like the crowd will laugh and they laugh. So you have prepackaged lines ready to go. No, I improv like everything. I don't have. But a, there I, are comedians. I have who to do. be honest with you. I just improv those. I didn't have any in my head. So there, there aren't prepacked lines. No, there are prepacked lines. But a good comic just riffs on that person. Yeah. Because of what they're wearing, what they look like. I tell you, one of my favorites is David Tell. He does it so well. He, oh, he's great. David Tell. If you haven't, just Google him. You've definitely seen him before. David Tell, by the way, is the reason why we don't have comics on the show anymore. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was back when you and I were booking guests for the show, right? Oh, my God. It was, right. I don't know, 2005, 2004, six, whatever. And we had a stream of comedy. Right. We used to have comics every other week, oh, right? The okay. best. Right. Because they were at uh, some of the major comedy clubs in New York, mostly Caroline's Comedy Club. That's who we're friends with, and they're the biggest comedy club in New York. Um, but, if, hey, if Gotham Comedy Club wants to sponsor the podcast, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Stand up New York, hello. Yeah. All right, the seller. Okay. Uh, anyway. So um, uh, I told Elvis that David Tell was was going to be in town, and the Caroline's Comedy Club said, "Hey, would you like to have David Tell on?" By the way, famous show on Comedy Central, Up All Night with David Tell, hilarious. So David Tell um, is brilliant. He's very dry, very laid back, very. You ever notice uh, when a guy calls up on the phone? Very like that, but he's very funny. Okay, he's also a big drinker. 
one of his shows on one of the MTV or whatever whatever station it was on, I forget. He would go from bar to bar. That was it. That was the show. I was just saying, up all. It was it up all night. Yeah, yeah. And he would do. Or it was from, that with Ronda Shear? No, well, up all night was Ronda Shear. Whatever it was. So it was. It was all. It was, he. Yeah, he did it. He did it from bars. He would it drink. Had two o'clock in the morning. Right, right, right. Okay. Last call. Last round. Something like that. I'll, I'll look it up. Look it up. We don't need to text us to tweet That's us. Right, I'm looking up right we'll now. I'm going to put this to bed right now. Yeah. Okay. So he comes in and he was hung over off his ass. He was just like, Bleh. right. And so he had like his head was practically on the counter. Like that's how hung over he was. Yeah. And he may, listen. He probably shouldn't have done the interview. He though. may not have been hungover. It's called over. insomniac. That's it. He may not have been, uh, by the way, coming in tired doesn't make you an insomniac. Well, you're insomniac, whatever the case, but he was drinking. So I'm not saying he was drinking that night. I'm not going to cast aspersions on David Tell. I'm a fan. I'd like but, to have him on this podcast, by the but way. But he seemed like he may have been hungover. He was certainly very tired. Let's just say he was very tired. And when you do a high energy morning show and you're trying to wake up your listeners, having a... Yeah, I'm going to be there all weekend. No, I have that sometimes. Yeah, it just doesn't go well. Right. So then Elvis turned to me after the show and said, never again. I said, never again, David Telly went, no, no more comics. That was the end of that. So we didn't have comics for years. Occasionally, Lisa Lampanelli would come on and John Panette, they were friends of the show. But like comics coming to town. Yeah, we, we forget t- it. This is that was it. 10, 12 years from now, whatever it's No been. more Goat Boy, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer was on, uh, <laughs> Jim Brewer was on with us. Uh, last time was in studio, 2001. July. Mm. And I know that because I have a picture of him in the studio at the Twin Towers out the window. How about that? Because our old studios were on the water right across from the Twin Towers. Well, I'd be I'd be okay, though, with having a comedian here. If we did. Like, well, we, we had, had Sebastian, Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. We had Fat Jew. Jinx. I <laughs> just jinxed you. Oh. The Fat Jew. Yeah, right. no, but I, I would definitely want somebody if we, if we got the right hey, person. Man, why would you jinx me? What do you mean? Why would you want me to be jinxed? But that's why what would you want bad say? things to happen that's to me? That's what you say, jinx. Yeah, but jinx is like you want bad things to happen to me. No, I just said jinx. It's snowing outside. You want me to slip and fall? Is that no, what you're no, no. I didn't. Did I jinx you by saying jinx? I don't it's know. Like, it's like an old childhood thing. Yeah, I know. It's but like when you see a yellow Volkswagen. Huh? Punch buggy yellow. Yeah, I don't play that game. You don't play games no, like that. I don't punch people. I, I don't wish. Bill, I, you know what? Pos- I'll tell you what. If we say the same thing at the same time, you know what you say? What? Hey, good luck to you, man. Good what? luck to both of us. Well, you know what? You owe me a soda. Like that's what used to be. Say, you owe me a soda. Yeah, used to. Be, okay. When I grew up, when I worked, when I was in other jobs, if you said the same thing at the same time, you went, you owe me a beer. That was it, you owe me a oh, beer. Oh, I never had that. I wish yeah. that was the case, then I'd get well, a lot of Well, it can be the case. So from now on, you owe me a okay, beer. Okay, you owe me a beer. All, All right, beer. so then, yeah, but, but when, when I was growing up, it was always Now, I don't drink beer, jinx. so I asked for soda. No, oh, no, it was and always And I don't jinx. do that punch buggy thing. That's like a thing where people have nothing better to do. You see a Volkswagen, you're going to hit me? We don't play, you don't play, uh, what's that, uh, Chinese? Uh... I certainly do not, sir. No, chi- <laughs> no what is it? Chinese, Chinese takeout? Fire, no, Chinese fire drill. Okay, you, I, okay. When you, when you, don't you, at that, you get out of the car and run around it or something like that? Here's the thing. It's called that. But I've never seen a Chinese person get out of the car and switch seats. I, I don't know why. Therefore, it's called, therefore right, 2018, it's offensive. I'm going to get the Googler. I'm going to Googler. Why is it called a Chinese fire drill? There's no, nothing good's going to come out of that. But I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. Why is it called a Chinese fire drill, Brody? And you don't want to speculate. Brody's like, no. No, no. We, we used to talk about this and then. No, we didn't. We talked about the rules of shotgun. Shotgun. That's, that's a right. different. That's the rules a whole of other. And by the way, we should get into that one day on the show. Oh, here we go. We, on this show, yeah. Go uh, ahead. Now, be careful. Okay. It says uh, this is from NPR. NPR, National okay. Public Radio. Right. What is so Chinese about a Chinese fire drill? What's the deal? Um, it can be described as a form of vehicular musical chairs. Yeah, but You're, why? Car full. Wait. A car full of people, usually teens, stop at a red light. Everyone then gets out and runs around the car until just before the light changes back to green, with all participants jumping inside the closest door. Anyone who fails to get back into the car is left behind, 
as the rest zoom off. Oh, I didn't know that was the end yeah, of the game. And then the kid in the back seat with no driver's license is suddenly uh, driving. Okay, the mo- it references in the opening of the early seasons of the classic 70s sitcom Happy Days in which, Rich, in which Richie Cunningham and friends can be seen racing around his car holding up traffic. Uh, in the height of the 1950s and 60s, it developed into two meanings. The first was the prank. The second was a traffic accident that happened. A uh, scene of great confusion. Right. Uh, it goes on to say, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It is a lot of, it looks like it goes back to World War One. Mm. It's nothing fun. I thought it was something fun. It's not. Google it yourself if you want to hear the rest. I would imagine. Like, it goes on for three pages. I it's would nothing imagine. racist. It's not, I don't think it's a, no, it's nothing like that. You, so you think Chinese people are, are going, yeah, yeah, we do the fire drill. We get it. I don't say that they do it. I'm just saying that why is it called that? I mean, we have phrases in everyday lexicon that are coined, and we always ask, why is it called that? Like the obvious one is, why do we park on a driveway or drive on a parkway? No, that's not a like that's not, but that doesn't have, involve religion, race, oh, ethnicity. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, hold on, an idiomatic expression. Okay, mm-hmm. we have idiomatic expressions, and we don't know why half of them. Remember, are. you can't spell idiomatic without the word idiot. Exactly. Well, you well you no, it's it's idiom. Matic, there's a T there. Yeah, but it's not in order. I it, didn't say it was in order. I said you can't it spell be, it. It would be idiot matic. I said then. you can't spell it without the word idiot. I didn't say idiot's part of the, the word. The word idiot is not in idiomatic. I didn't say I didn't say it was a it was a prefix. I didn't say no, it was but the part word of the, idiot is not in idiomatic. I didn't say it was the root word. I just said that you couldn't spell it without those letters. Without the letters, but you didn't say that. You I said, said you I can't spell, spell it spell without the word idiot. I didn't say you couldn't say the word idiomatic without idiot. I said you couldn't spell it without the word idiot. You could take the letters out of idiot and take out. Well, you then you'd have to take out the the m. The, you'd say you just the, have the, matic. The the, the the yeah the m a and the i c. Yeah. Yeah, Brody. You're being a dick today. I'm not being a dick. Hey, can I get? <laughs> speaking of, you was talking about Caroline's on Broadway. Shout out to Broadway, Brody. You missed a great play, and this is okay. Not a sponsor. Okay, just Brody was clear. pointing. I was pointing. Pointing for the jingle. Oh, by the way. Uh, keep going. Before, okay. Tell your story because I want to read a tweet. I, and, and this is, I, I want, if you're a fan of this podcast, if you're a fan of the Brooklyn Boys, and you must be because you're listening right now, duh, you will love the play that goes wrong. Again, not a sponsor. I just got a chance to see it. This play, Brody, is so funny. You of all people would love it. If you can imagine everybody, you know, it, it's, it breaks the fourth wall of comedy. How do you break a fourth wall? It's not the it's fourth like wall of comedy. You- it's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. It basically is when, like, like first of all, it's kicks they off. They talk to the audience. When That's the breaking show, when the fourth they, wall. Right. They do talk to the audience. But at 8 o'clock when the show starts, the show is not ready to start. There are still handymen fixing the set. Okay. There's stuff breaking off. Okay, it's funny. Don't give but away the whole thing. But during the course of the show, the set caves in. Oh, People come forget, on. No, but that's the whole show. It's in the commercial. It's in the commercial. I'm not giving anything away. Don't pop, pop, pop me. I'm pop, popping you. Anyway, if you're in town, if you're ever in Times Square, and you want a mindless, funny, laugh out loud, physical comedy right. slapstick show, right. please go see the play that goes wrong. You will die laughing. All right. That's all I'm going to say all on right. that matter. So I want to reference Life of Stacky. Uh, that's her name and her Twitter. What's up, Stacky? Stacky! She says, shopping at the grocery store, and I hear a girl say, OMG, that'll totally match my Chuck Taylor converse from, from Journey's. So she tweets us and she says, I yelled, my God, hit the jingle. Couldn't she just say sneakers? That was a scary inappropriate product endorsement. Not cool. That was a stacky's friend. Well, the girl at the grocery store. 
She had to say, she this dropped. would match my Converse my Chuck, Chuck Taylor. Taylor that I got at Journey's. <laughs> so Sounds like something I would say. Right. Uh, that's, so oh, the jingle is in the minds of our listeners. I love that. Uh, yeah, they're playing it in their brains. Oh, by the way, shout out to Fuck Jerry. Uh, fuck Jerry on Twitter and Instagram. Is that who did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck, everybody's been fuck, sending us that. Fuck, this is great, and people are tagging us in it. You think he listens to our show? I don't know. I thought about that for a second. So, Fuck Jerry's a guy named Elliot so-and-so. And L and, and and fuck Jerry, uh, it's basically one of those meme guys. Oh, oh, the, the guy's uh, like a fat Jew. He posts all these funny memes. No, no, the fat Jew. The fat Jew. Not a fat Jew. He's not like just some fat Jew. <laughs> like he's like Harvey Weinstein. No, he's the, so so yes. So he does memes like uh, like the fat Jew. Right. Uh, the fuck Jerry. And and uh, the other day on fuck Jerry. He took a picture of a concrete wall that said- Is this real? Continental breakfast is not breakfast. It's not real breakfast. It's not real breakfast. And it looks he, like it was, it was not real. Somebody spray painted that on a concrete wall, and he took a picture of it and posted it, and it reminded us of a previous episode of The Broken Boys where Look, I complained basically about right. continental breakfast because it is breakfast. If you're hearing this, you know what we're talking about because you listen in order. You you think that they listen in order. Well, and if you're not listening in order, and this is your first episode, let this be a reminder to you. Right. Listen in order. You need to. The Brooklyn boys have reminded you. Listen in order. You need to. We shouldn't have to. in order, right. we're going to be referencing shit that are inside jokes that oh. are only inside to the people that were listening in order and heard them in order to begin with. By, yeah, by the way, on my Because walk- you know what? If you're listening for the first time right now, fuck you, Agnes. Right. Speaking what of which- What does that mean? She, Spe- the, so, the person who listened, the no, person right. who's pressing play on this podcast right. right now is saying to themselves, what the hell did he mean by that? Right. Well, you don't know because you didn't listen in order. Okay, speaking of fuck you, Agnes, on my Walkers and Talkers podcast, we did, uh, episode 98, which went up uh, today- so the same day you're, you're, this podcast went up, and uh, somebody tweeted at us, and tweeted us at walk at walkers underscore talkers, but referenced free dessert from this podcast. How is that possible? They listen to both podcasts. Oh, okay, gotcha. How, how is it possible? Well, they listen. Oh, the, but they listened in order. Both no, no, podcasts. no. What I'm saying is yes, but they listen to walkers and talkers, but yeah. we're referencing things we've said. Oh, 100 percent. Right. And so I made a, I said something about, uh, we, we have some crossover listeners, and I said, uh, Walking Dead, I think I said, fuck Negan. And I said, you know what? And for those people listening to the Brooklyn Boys podcast, fuck Henry, fuck Agnes, and fuck Stacy. Are we I, keeping a list? Because I'm, I'm, I'm keeping a list. I think, yeah, no, that we I'm should. Keep a list. So when we get to like episode 50, we'll do a recap of the fuck. Then everyone's going to hate us. We're like, you called out, oh, do you think people will be offended that we don't call out their name? Well, or we remember, do? Agnes was the name I made up for the girl at CVS because I didn't know her name. Stacy's the name I made up because I assumed that was the girl's name in the revolving door. Henry is actually the guy's name because I read it off his name tag. Got it. So I'm trying, you know, with names I make up, like Agnes, I'm hoping there's not a lot of Agneses. My guess is it wasn't Agnes. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but fuck them. By the way, Brody, uh, on the last podcast, the 15-minute morning show, you, you threw a little zinger at me as the jingle was playing. 
I was we were talking we we're sharing our storm stories in the la- the 15 minute oh, morning the show. Oh, not Charlie Puth thing. I got to rip you on the Charlie Puth thing. That's fine. We'll get there. All right. 15 minute the 15 minute morning show and we we're talking about our storm memories. And my favorite storm memory for me as time was running out was in in Hurricane Gloria. Now I know hurricanes are not to be taken lightly, but this one was uh, by the time the after effects got up here it, back in whatever it was, the 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 um hurricane was kind of weak, but it was still windy. So we had off from school and my friends and I went outside to play wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. And I was pitching. And I threw a wicked curveball. Because obviously when it's windy out and there's a hurricane going on, yeah, the wind the does ball all the goes work. all over the place. It's right. like I don't you don't have to be a good pitcher. And, and you Brody are. said that I was said your that. one sports highlight. In your right, you said it was your snow highlight. I said it's your one sports li- highlight ever. Yeah, and then and then the music ended. and I didn't get a chance to rebuttal. Right. So here's the thing, um, you really like baseball. Love baseball. You sort of like football. I know. I love fit- football too. Not as much as baseball. Uh, yeah. Right. Not as right. much as baseball. You, you probably like fantasy football more than you like regular football. That's true. Like you're not a stats guy. You like you like no. the Giants, but you don't love like crazy, crazy. I love being at the games. Yeah. No, games are fun. Then when it comes to when it comes to playing the sports, <sighs> you're not a player. You're not. You hit well, but then you have to run and field. Not oh, so I'm much. I'm a lefty pull hitter down the right field yeah. line. You you could put your entire team in left in right field and they have in right field yeah and that's really what scares going to hit it. Bald Freak Ronnie, when we were we used to play softball, you guys grew up he, together. Yes, Bald Freak Ronnie and I, we grew up in Brooklyn and we would go to the schoolyard and play softball. Yeah, everybody and, did. Yeah, Ronnie would sit at shortstop. He would take his glove off. He would sit on his fucking glove at shortstop right. with his hands folded. Crisscross applesauce style, or what we used to call it Indian style because it because it wasn't politically no, correct. No, no. Now you have the kids call it Cr- pretzeling up. Pretzeling up? Yeah. What happened to crisscross applesauce? Uh, you can't the, do that because applesauce people will be offended? Apple growers were offended. Sons of bitches. Yeah. Well, anyway. Also, crisscross, you know, one of them died, so. So now it's just can't Chris. Can't say that. Or Cross. Who died? Chris or Cross? Well, it was Chris and, weren't they both Chris? No. The crisscross will make you jump, jump. The cross, cr- right. The Daddy Mac. Oh, it was Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy. One was Daddy Mac. Yeah. The Daddy mm-hmm. Mac will make you, the Mac Dad will make you. Yeah, well, one so of them. So what, Daddy Mac is dead or Mac Daddy? Yeah. It's one like CNC Music Factory. C is dead. Which one? Clavillis or Coles? Uh, it's uh, Coles because I know Clavillis. I did a you song with him. Well, he's still here, right? Mm-hmm. Did you call him today? No. I have we his number. We don't know that for a fact. Well, I don't know he's alive right now, <laughs> but, I, but I did uh, so, I did work on a, a Yankee song uh, right. with him a few years ago. Yeah, so Bald Freak Ronnie used to sit at shortstop on his glove and, uh, you know, as he was. You know, as you do when you're in right field. <laughs> exactly, because no balls ever get hit there. You see, the problem with you so, in the outfield. First of all, I'm going to interrupt here because that's what we do here. You're left-handed, so you yeah. need a lefty glove. Now, when you're a special needed person, when you excuse have, me, a special needed, you have <laughs> you have special you have needs that are special when it comes to sports. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. In any way you want to take it. Yeah. If you let's say are a vegetarian, yeah, right. Some people bring their own celery sticks. They bring things to the party. They bring drinks if they like. They don't drink. They might bring a non-alcoholic beverage, whatever. As a left-handed baseball player. You can't show up to a game and be like, hey, man, can I borrow your glove? Because there might not be any lefties there. Right. right. You have to bring your glove. I always brought my glove to the games. Right. So, yeah. so, but I wonder why. What do you wonder why? Because if the ball's hit directly to, I've yet to see you catch a ball. It usually goes, oh, I've seen you with a drink in your hand. I've seen the ball. You usually <laughs> you go. move my phone in my hand. Here's what happens. I'm like yes. taking Snapchat right, selfies, right. Put, adding to my Insta story. Right. Like, look at me in the outfield. Scary is a fan who sometimes is on the field. So if the ball's hit to right field, you spend the first three seconds going, 
wow, he hit that ball really well. And then realize you have to go get it. Yeah. It's not like you run towards it. You watch it go past you. I do. And then when people are like, get the ball, you're like, all right, well, fine. Okay, this stems from me not being very athletic. And that comes from a childhood scar. Not a physical scar, but because back when we used to play these games, again, you said it. I love baseball. Love it, I yeah. love, I'm okay with football. Basketball. No. In fact, by the way, at the D up on cancer event that I did the other day. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Still the best name. Did you D up? I was, I was, I was D up on 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 some guy. I was Ding up on. Yeah, don't. Uh, no, they asked me to play and I refused. Well, because last year I have you a fell, fear. you fell down last year. Let, no. Backwards into the crowd. So Marcus Coons from the Giants, uh, the old school. I get no. Actually, he was a, re- a retired uh, linebacker. I was going for a rebound. Yeah. And he was running after the rebound on the opposing team, and he. I was I was trying to get the ball before it went out of bounds into the stands. You tried to box out a football player? No, no, no. I was going toward the ball. I was running after the ball. It was going out of bounds. It, right. it landed on. It, it hit okay. our team first. Right. I literally went went for it. He pushed me. Out of bounds right. into the stands. Right. Anytime, so I didn't get on the court for D up D up for cancer because D up against cancer because unfortunately Brody, I have a fear of entering the game. I don't as like playing, do your teammates. I don't like playing softball. I I refuse to get on the court. I sat there and I uh, I did the invisible coach guy. I was like kind of like yeah. pointing. I was pretending. By the way, I watched the video of you falling into the crowd. Uh, on the way down, you grabbed some kid's popcorn. How did you manage to do that? <laughs> it was it was terrible. The whole front row got injured. Yeah, it was not a good thing. But you grabbed a handful of popcorn. My from knee the kid's was popcorn. my knee was killing me for days. <laughs> so so the, the bottom line here is I don't get on the court. I hate it. I have a fear of it. I and it stems from my childhood. And it was because I used to get picked last. Whenever there was a team, I was always the last one picked. It's like, and then the team that got Scary Jones was given the Scary handicap. Uh, you have to explain that. First of all, if you I, don't, you yeah. don't know what a handicap is. I need Bald Freak Ryan to come in. It's here. when somebody gives, like, if you have a bowling handicap. Yeah. Let's say I, I'm a 130 average, right? Yep. Right. If I'm bowling someone who's a 170 average. They'll give me a 40-point handicap so that technically we're both 170 bowlers, and then it becomes who had a better day. Did he bowl a 180 and I bowled a 150? I bowled 20 points over what I normally bowl, plus my handicap, I would win. This, is, right. this is what allows you to compete fairly. Golfers do it. Right. It's So it's a handicap, meaning we're going to help you right? because everyone else is better than you. That is correct. So you're saying that if the team picked you in baseball or softball or wiffle ball, how many runs did they get? Uh, hold on, I'm calling Bald Freak Ronnie uh, into the studio. Let's dial him real quick. Um, All right, so while you're waiting for Ronnie to come in, I'll tell you a quick story about me. When I was younger, when I was in uh, camp, I'm, I'm a ball player, right? Hold on. Well, uh, hey, hey, Bald Freak Ronnie. Hi. Hey, it's Skiri and Brody from the uh, Bald uh, from the Bald Freak from the Bo- Brooklyn Boys podcast. From the Bald Freak Podcast? What are you doing on my podcast? I don't know. This guy has a problem with speaking. We he need does you it to for come, a living. Remember when we used to play ball back in the day? What? Play with my balls? What? <laughs> Could you come in here when you have a free moment, please? We need you for a second. You have to explain this to Brody. Right, and I, have a, I have a one-minute story, so take your time. <laughs> okay, come in in 60 seconds. Love you. Okay. So in day camp, when I was like eight, nine years old, mm-hmm. I was a little chubby. So people assumed, oh, we'll put him at catcher. He probably can't play. Oh, my God. They used to do that to me. Yeah, well, but you sucked. So <laughs> the catching in Major League Baseball is a really hard position. But when you play softball in the park, you usually put the guy back there just to stop the pitch from w- rolling away. 
And then if there's a play at the plate, someone else runs the cover. Runs off the cover and they, they block you. Right. That's what they did to By me. By the way, that's the ultimate insult. Like if you're usually like in softball, they're like, I, I don't want to get into who they put back there, but they usually put the worst player. That was me. And you don't tell the worst Catcher player. Or right field. You don't tell the worst player that when the throw's coming home, the pitcher's gonna run to cover or the first baseman's gonna run. So what happens is they stand there like they're gonna take the throw. And the first baseman jumps in front of them and grabs it. And they're like, hey, man, I was going to catch the ball. Then my only play of the game was right. a play at the plate. Yeah, the that's one, not going to happen. The one time that play yeah, at the plate no. happens. Yeah, but you were like, get out. Everyone's like, get out of the way, right. Skiri. Just be the right. backstop. So they would make Chubby, the Chubby David. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll take the skinny kids who look like they can run fast first. And a lot of them were like pretty boys who didn't play. They just looked good. They looked like they were athletes. And they couldn't play. And then I would play and get picked last. And I'm... A, I'm Fundamentally sound. I know the, where to throw the ball. I can turn you double put the plays. Fun and fundamental. I'm a, I'm a solid baseball player. No, you are. You're very good. And I take it seriously. No, I so know. So it wasn't until like the second to third week of camp where people Dude, were like, "Holy shit, David can play." You pitched with a cast on. I did. Yeah, like 18 innings. That straight. wasn't very smart. Well, <laughs> your I doctor. I did have a said, second surgery. What the surgery. fuck are you doing, man? Because nothing stops me from playing baseball. I slide on concrete. I don't care. Whoa, I love the Brody. game. The point is, people sometimes will judge you by your appearance and assume you can't play, and then they're wrong. In, I mean, your, yeah, case, in I, your case, they nailed it. But, <laughs> because but I got to be honest. I look at you, and I'm like, this kid can't play. I appreciate that. Thanks. Well, you just fucking, you're just, you're ripping on me. You're ripping on me. Yeah, because you're terrible. All right. Well, you look terrible. Wow. Well, you look awful when you. I'm like, you don't know, but but you surprise people. See, Wait a minute. That's the I'm talking of, about when I was eight. What are, I'm are talking about currently. I'm like, if you see Brody walking through playing, like this guy can't play softball, but you're you're surprisingly good. You're a dick. I'm not a dick. You're no. You're a bigger dick. You're, I said you look like me. you can't play baseball. I didn't say you look like shit. I I don't know. I mean, you physically look like shit. You you look like you know you you just. You don't, upon first glance, you don't appear to be athletic or a person that could play the game. But bold freak, right? Well, first walking. of all, have, isn't have, he great? Isn't have you looked at a baseball team? Bartolo Colon played till he was 43 years old. I know. Old. You are the Bartolo oh, of softball. Oh, fuck you. What? <laughs> bold fuck freak you. Here. <laughs> what is this? They, You're they, painting they, a picture that Bartolo Colon was 300 pounds. Bartolo Colon. <laughs> you and I weigh the same right now. Yeah, we do. So what are you talking about? I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. How tall are you? If I, 5'11". Okay. You're not 5'11". You're not 5'11". Five, five, yeah, I'm 5'11", five 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 dude. You're 5'9 five 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 and a half, you're probably. At best. And what are you, yeah. about 195? I'm 193, yes. 5'11". Okay. 5'11". Out of here. Bald Freak, please. You're my buddy it's for life. right here. Bald Freak, by the way, another Brooklyn boy. He's from Brooklyn. Another, another Bensonhurst boy. Another little... one. Yeah. So the I fact walk- that three people ended up on this show from the same neighborhood is unbelievable. We're all from Bensonhurst. So I, I said that twice. You comparing Brody to Bartolo Colon? Yeah, how is that nice? No, That's but a little, Brody uh, was ripping excessive. on me for my- No, I said Scary's not an athlete. <laughs> well, that's true. And then he said- I'll well, be the first to admit and that. And I said when I was eight years old, I was, I was chubbier in my day camp than some of the other kids who were skinny and looked like they could run fast, right? I'm yeah. just saying- And I wasn't fat. I was just- a little heavier. I'm not making comments by the way, about your physique. I'm not saying anything about By the about way, I was on steroids when I was a kid because I was sick. You know that, right? So, I know. Can we uh, pass that now? Yeah, okay, but I wasn't talking about You feel like shit now? Drugs? You feel like, yeah, I was taking human growth hormones. Listen, <laughs> so I used to get picked last, but I was a better ball player than almost all the other kids in, right. in my group. 
And I'm just saying that in spite of you. Right. Terrible physicality. It was not apparently. terrible physicality. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> like Jones. terrible physicality. In current day, <laughs> you see Brody walk onto a softball field. You might, if you don't know him and you don't know his abilities, you might second guess. You'd be like, you know what? This guy's probably meh. Are you saying this because you are completely the worst, so you need yes. to kind of pick on I somebody know, else? No, I'm saying this because I was being honest, but Brody was 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 throwing daggers at me first. Okay? I've seen pictures and video of myself playing. I look fine. No, yes, because Wait, what, what do you no, mean? I'm talking about the prejudgment when people are picking teams. You have video. Yeah, we play the celebrity softball games all the time. They video. Oh, you mean of? Cur- I thought you meant like from back in the no, day. No, they back in the day didn't have video. Back sure. then. We're talking about current day, current day softball games, like the team outings for iHeartMedia, uh, physical like you know media day. Well, whatever. Brody's like the guy with he's got the he's got the thing on his arm. The he's got bands. the thing on his leg. I sweat a lot. I don't have a thing on my leg. Yeah, <laughs> now, didn't you have like well, you had a problem I had a with cast your wrist. on my arm. Yeah. surgery. Yeah. I'm not the guy who wears equipment. So but, you got to give him uh, resilience points. Right, but I did tell I did tell him. I said I gave him a compliment, bald freak. I said, Brody. I'm like, you yeah. are awesome. Even even playing with a cast and an injury. Yeah, but what he said you crushed was, it. you crushed it. You're a great ball player, despite the fact that you look like shit when you get on the field. No, but no, no, no. People prejudge you. So I'm saying you Nobody can't, prejudges me except you, apparently. All I'm saying is you can't judge a book by its cover. Well, what looks like shit, what does that mean? Like his fashion statement? No. I'm saying like you don't appear to be- You don't have some, a form-fitting I wear athletic on? shorts. I wear the right appropriate attire. <laughs> You do. You you, no, you no. wear jeans. You don't even have appropriate shorts. <laughs> he is right about that. He but, does wear the proper attire. Where you look like you just came, you know, from the club and you went right to the, the softball the, field. softball field. Right. But, he has a glove. That he probably a, did. He has a glove that still looks new because he doesn't use it. <laughs> from the disco ball to the softball. No. But uh, listen to me for a second, ball freak. I want to. I, I was telling them how you used to sit on a shortstop on top of your glove and third you base. Sit, Ronnie, Ronnie, hold that thought. I, one more thing. Oh, and one more thing. Well, when we play these games, sometimes we're professional athletes. We play with Boomer Esiason. We play with Joe Torre, who was our coach. They look at me and they say- And Craig Carton, too. Yeah, well, he's not a professional athlete. Nobody on this podcast knows who he is. Compared to you guys, he is. Craig okay. Carton shouted me out on his podcast. That's What's great. up, Craig Carton? We love you. Love Craig Carton. Okay. <laughs> when, when Joe Torre looked at me, he said, what position do you play? This right? true. Because I look like a ball player. I said, infield. Second base, first base. Preferred third base if you yeah. want. I get no problem. He looked at you and said, "Right field, you'll come in in the fourth inning." So he said, "Get <laughs> me a towel." Yeah. And by the way, we are talking about the Joe Torre. Yeah, here. Joe, Joe Torre. Right. We had the, to... the privilege of playing with Joe Torre. He, he didn't Cyclones. look at me and say, "Oh, you're not the fucking statue of David. You're not chiseled. I'm going to put you in." He said, "Oh, what position you play? You look like a ball player." And I said. I'll, t- I'll play second base if you'd like. You're as flexible yeah. as a statue. I'm David. not going to take my, my penis out here. I'm, I'm but flexible on the ball field. The same Joe Torre uh, didn't even ask me. He said, you're uh, going to lead off right. and play a shortstop. That's right. Which was a mistake. Because but... It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did all right. But uh, but I will say this. Um, this he did whole... treat you like the towel boy. He did. Joe well, Torre did treat Scary Jones like Scary the towel boy. was taking boy. Snapchat videos while he was in the outfield. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm, play- I'm hanging out, I'm hanging out with Joe Torre. Do you remember the video? It was called, look at that ball go. And it went right past him. <laughs> but but no. Didn't like the first guy get up in the game. It was and, a home run. We put Scary in right field right. because that's where you put and they the saw Sk- guy. And they saw Scary and hit the ball the right field. I was, <laughs> I, I'll correct myself. I was catching. And I remember. Oh, oh, he was the catcher. I remember. The, it was, Hold on. We had a whole yeah. conversation Hold on, about yeah. the catcher. Okay. But we did we, only because we were calling balls and strikes. I was yeah. pitching in a game where we have an umpire calling balls and strikes. You don't put the scrub behind home plate. You put them in right oh, field. Yeah, no, no, I don't. You only I put the scrub behind home plate Listen, when you're not calling balls and strikes. Joe Torre tells me to play That's any right. position. I'm going to go. Put right. me you in, coach. Question. Hall yeah. of Fame, Joe Torre. Yeah, I'm I ready mean, to play. Anyway, the guy was a left-handed power hitter, and you could tell the guy could hit as soon as he, as soon as he took a swing. 
He just scary did that float where he kind of just floats. He sees the ball and he just floats right past it. It goes over his head inside the park home run. It wouldn't couldn't have been you, more perfect. Wouldn't you agree, though, that I am not, and this is why I really yes. wanted to talk to you. The answer is yes. Wouldn't you agree that I am not the most athletic person because I'm a little gun shy, I'm a little... Uh, I'm a lot gun shy, and I don't want to play the sport or sports, whatever it is, what does even that have basketball. To do with it? And it's because it stems back from childhood when I used to get picked last. But you had last, to suck first, and it gave me a complex. <laughs> Nobody encouraged you me. You didn't get a complex because you were picked last, and then now you're Nobody you suck. encouraged me to play or get better. Where I was played last, and then the worst part was when you guys, the the team that had Scary Jones on it, had the Scary handicap. And why don't you tell everybody what the hell that was? Well, it could have been anything. Like, it could have been, been any sport. We'll give you. We'll give you a run. We'll give you. You know, usually it was it was baseball. If it was basketball, we'll give you like five points. The fuck are you laughing at? What? You know, it's you playing the odds here. You know, you got the you got the run to the litter. You need you need a little advantage. See? Yeah. Now that didn't give me a complex. Where, well, where well, were the? That well, was what do you that's want from almost, me. I, I Somebody's got to be the worst the rough guy. Neighborhood, you. Man, you came from the mean streets. <laughs> I want to say that that was bullying. That was I was being and, and therefore my skills didn't have a chance to develop. I was like a veal Your in a box. Bully. I never. I was a veal. So if okay, I'm you playing, put a veal is like a pre a, a premature. Yeah, I, I never ever got to realize my full potential. I never was encouraged to do better. So you're blaming no, the like, rest of us? Is this a never, therapy session? In, basket, Sounds like it. in basketball, you never gave me the friggin' ball. You never. You said scary well, try. Because then you threw it over the backboard when when we gave it to <laughs> Underhanded. you. And that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> I did have the scary patented layup where I stood in that one spot was my sweet spot on the right hand side. Uh, over the net, dropping it down. No. I used to come on, Ronnie, you knew about the scary layup. But, but yeah, but that meant that you maybe could make the layup. There it wasn't a guarantee that you would miss in that spot. It's not like you would make it every time. But you used to you we just played the odds. This there. is what the strategy was. Scary, try and get a rebound, and when you get it. Don't even dribble it. Just throw it to somebody else. Oh, you were terrible at basketball. Softball, you kind of you did develop a little bit. You had a nice left-handed he, he power hit. swing at he some can point. Hit. He hits you can't play drives. the field. You can't run the bases, but you you, you eventually right. learned how to how but, to hit. You used to we had like a short porch. Remember in the, the schoolyard in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, on Di- in Diker Schoolyard, and you used to hit it off the fence all the time. Loved it, if but I would was, still if, sit at third base. If there was base. a designated swinger, that'd be you. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> true. He didn't have that one. He's particular got the one skill, skill. and and the scary patented layup in basketball. But I don't remember that. But uh, but anyway. if scary comes up on uh, to hit with men on base, he'll he'll knock them in. Yeah. They'll throw him out at first, but he will knock them in. He's, he'll hit a line drive to right center, right field every time. It is a sight to see, by the way. Scary like running for a ball or running down the first baseline. There's a little bit of a waddle there. Okay, uh, and again, what does that have to do with bullying? I, I don't know. The scary <laughs> handicap was the bullying part because it was almost like this, the team that had me that picked me last. It's like, yeah. oh, we got stuck with scary. What does that mean? We got to give them a okay. couple of extra points. But in fairness, why should the people that were kind enough to pick you suffer with a loss every and time? And a handicap well, I wouldn't is say I, kind I, enough. Like you don't have a choice. Well, it's I that or the that. air, you know. Did, did you do the whole no no, no give backs? Did you <laughs> handicap in this case? By the way, we mean as points. I explained handicap. Okay, I, I want to make sure I, people I went are clear on that. In this. In the sensitive time, exp- you want to clarify? Ex- uh, Ronnie, I, I explained what a sports okay, handicap good. is. Okay, okay. so the that, sports yeah. handicap. There you go. Right. So, Racing so I handicap, was, sports I, handicaps. Right. Come on. So why was it that I, that the team with Scary Jones had the sports handicap? Was I really that much of a liability to the team? Was I yes. that much of a detriment? Yes, no hesitation. Yes. See, and that right there, my friends, in a, in a nutshell, is why I never developed my sports abilities. But, but why is that but our that fault? that should have been motivation to not suck. Right. No. It, somebody somebody kicks sand and you face at the beach. Dude, you go and you Charles did, Atlas did, did it you, up, bro. Did you get not, some, did get you, some guns going. Did you not see Rudy? 
Did Rudy give Rudy up? No. On fire. Did, did Rudy accept no. not getting into Notre Dame? No, he worked his ass off to get into. Did Rudy accept not being on the team? No, he worked his ass off. Rudy, right. Rudy, Rudy. Where's the Scary Jones montage video of you like taking ground balls at third base or, or, or practicing your your free throws? You Harry, it's a fire. Rocky, that did, never happened. Did, bro. did Rocky? Rocky got told he was worthless. Did I, that let him stop? What about no. the Karate Kid? The Karate Kid. Karate Kid, sweep the leg. Where were you? You well, wouldn't have craned your leg. You could fall over. Well, you could argue, if you're going to use those movies, that he had no mentor. Well, let me ask you well, something. Well, that's exactly my point. Can I ask you something? Every single them, they were, every single okay, one of these Rudy people. Okay, Rudy didn't were, have a mentor until he found the, the janitor. Go ahead. What were you going to ask me? Your dad. Was your dad athletic at all? No, and that's and that's part of the problem. Yeah, because I don't even recall your dad like ever my like dad, encouraging you to do sports. Did you ever play little league, like organized never, ball at all? Never. See, my, that's that's yeah. it's your dad's fault. This, yeah, not, this not the neighborhood kids. Here. My dad, your dad was the one that bullied you. My dad took my dad would take me to Met games, but he wouldn't play ball with me because he wasn't really athletic himself. So maybe had I'm sure I had that, was there the Tony Skiri handicap. I'm going like, to call him right 30 now. Thirty years early. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to call him right now because I don't want to. Your, bro- your brother Stephen doesn't look like a ball player either. He's not. He never Played. There was no. no. He wears keys on his belt. No. Those guys don't play ball. By the way, two now manatees I, they were growing up. Now that I think about it, I'm thinking about my father and his his brother. Uh, uh, the Walrus brothers. My uncle, my uncle Tommy, who passed away. Uh, not, nobody was really athletic. I don't think anybody really. The Skiris are not athletes. So don't blame me, man. <laughs> yeah. Blame uh, genetics. You have a generation. You have multi generations. I know, who but didn't I, play. I, 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 it would have been nice if the boys, the Brooklyn boys, the old school crew, someone would have been my mentor and would have risen to the occasion. I'm just saying. Well, what did you, we want to take you under our wing? Yeah. Did you say, hey, take these broken we, wings? We were did your you, friends. Did, you, did, did you say, hey, Ronnie, hey, can we uh, spend a couple hours on Saturday just having a catch? Never. Never. No. Did you say, let's go to the batting cages? Let's go uh, practice? No, but we would come over to my house and play double dribble. Right. It's not in his DNA. On we played some kind of we sex played game. No sp- Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> double we dribble. We sports games on, on, you know, on the video oh, games. Oh, well, there you Nintendo, go. Right? Double, double and, dribble. And he was great at that. Right. Like, he was great at Super Mario Brothers. You know, that's where he oh. excelled. Oh, now, if I need a gorilla beaten in a race car, I know who to call. <laughs> he was the guy. But as far as, like, physical ability, the desire wasn't there. That's my point. Maybe that's what it was. It was there was no passion. He had no passion. Listen, this my, guy's playing with a broken wrist. What's my your first excuse? year little league, I had I started off the first six or seven games. I wasn't hitting at all. I didn't mm. even want to swing. I just stood there like a brick. And my grandfather, who who taught me how to play baseball, took me to the park. We spent the whole day. He pitched to me. He forced me to hit. So I said to him, "I go, I can't. I have to be better." He goes, "Well, let's go to the park." And the whole day, I just sat there swinging, 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 swinging. He brought me to a handball court, and he had me throw a ball against the wall. I didn't never he put, put tape in that on, much effort. He put tape on the wall and made a strike zone, oh. and I threw at that wall until my yeah. arm was going to fall off. Every weekend, I went and threw against the wall. And you got to make did. effort. You can't play guitar by just looking at a guitar. Oh, I went to concerts. I can't play guitar. What, why? You got to play guitar. You have to practice. And what Tony Skiri do? He took you to the deli and got you some multidelic. And dude, you eat like a pro. <laughs> Back then, he did too. I mean, Skiri was the eater, right? I still am. Skiri had an enthusiasm for food that he just does not have for physical activity. Let's, right. let's, let's face so it. So I got into different things. If you put a, 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 a Capicola sandwich on first base, you'd get so, down there. So fast forward, fast forward to today when they say... When they say Skiri wants you, to, we want to put you in the game for the D up against cancer, and I and I say no. It stems from my childhood, which I did. I said no. Yeah, but you go yeah. to the playground. There's a basketball hoop right near, You can go to the playground right near your house and shoot hoops all day. Right. You can still do the Skiri Jones montage. And you still choose not to do it. Now put, on just, the, put on the rip gray sweats and get way, out there. My friends have now taken me off the email chain for anything sports or athletic because they just know that I'm not, I'm not going to go. 
But, but I, you know what? Maybe I want to play. You know what? Scary what playing next. Scary. Let's, have a, let's, 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 let's do a pickup. If, if you let's were gay, right if now. you were gay, I would take you off the list of sending out nude pics to everybody. You wouldn't want them, nude girls. You wouldn't want them. Right. Unsubscribe. So why should you be on the sports list? Not, uh, maybe maybe now's the time to. to you want to go bowling? It's never too late. You don't bowl. I don't want to bowl. That's not a sport. I think it's too late. Bowling's a sport. Bowling's not a sport. I Says the guy who doesn't play any sports. You got to start somewhere. It was too late when you were 14. So it's definitely too late now. See what I'm saying? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> See what I'm saying there? I don't know about Brody, that. Brody, this is exactly what I meant. Look, there yeah, are now some... my, my, my childhood is haunting Hold on. me. Fair enough. There are some tendons in your body that will not stretch. <laughs> if the three, uh, three of my other friends were here, they would pile on what Ronnie said, and, and, and then they would continue to rip me. The truth but that's is the your truth. motivation, man. That's for you to go, you know what? Put on the rocky music. Show I'm going to do a I'm montage yeah. and start get a, get, a, get a wall and a handball ah. court and start throwing that ball. You ain't said you ain't nothing. Do 10 push-ups for me that? right now. Can I see you do I 10 push-ups? I can't even do one. That was another thing. <laughs> what was Jim. that, Fat by Weird Al Yankovic you were doing? You ain't fat. You ain't nothing. <laughs> that was Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> from the song <laughs> Fat. <laughs> yeah. No, but you got that reference. Yeah, well, uh, you know. It's a Weird I, Al. I know you for way too long. Weird Al reference. I got the reference. You did too? The subway station. Really, Weird Al? You ain't fat. <laughs> you ain't nothing. Remember, Ronnie and I were in that interview with Weird Al when you asked that question. The greatest question ever. Yeah. The Weird Al question. We're not going to play on this podcast. So I saw you right. at the airport. TMZ was rolling. I have all your albums, even the old stuff. Dare to be stupid. <laughs> Speaking of childhood shit, bald freak, before you run. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I want to apologize. I want to apologize. Well. I want to apologize for the 2.30, the 2.30 bell. Because Ronnie was, was uh, bullied a little bit. And you know, I don't know what it was, but my friends were into wrestling at the time. It was WWF. Well, everybody was back then. Back then, it was WWF, not Hulkamania e. was running wild it all was, over our junior high school. Yes, and 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 as they would keep Ronnie at the back of the line to, to mm. leave the classroom. The teacher was up front, and all of a sudden, in, in two by two, they would leave, and they would turn the corner into the hallway, and we would be in the classroom, and three of my friends, including John Muscatella, would jump yeah. up. He would be on well, top of the tables, the yeah. and he'd be like, what you gonna do when Hulkamania comes down on you? And they would pile drive, take turns pile driving Ronnie into the floor. Yeah, like Ronnie was like, "What the hell do I get?" You know, and they would they would put him in a chokehold, and it was the, wrestling the moves. People, yeah, they, the they people's were, uh, elbow, intoxicated by the wrestling world, and they took their uh, frustrations out on me. Uh, yeah, and that's I'm, bullying, bro. That you comparing that to us. Giving giving three points to the other team because we picked you on our team. No, that's emotional bully, bullying. You had physical bully. I don't know. Anyway, all right. All right, all right. Well, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> all right, thanks for stopping by, Ron. As all you right. were, as you were. <laughs> grandma police. Oh, my Gra- favorite segment. Gra- grandma police. Grandma police. Grandma police. Okay, we got some we got some hate tweets. Yeah, from because people of this, who, because yeah. of this. Yeah, they uh, love the jingle. And then they thought the police were behind them. And you know what? I would too. Now that I think about it. There have been a couple of pop songs that have had police sirens in them, and I always think, yeah, no matter how many times I hear it. Yeah. Anyway, Grammar Police. So I called Grammar Police on you. Uh, one of our listeners did. I don't know if you have the tweet. Uh, so what we talked about on the 15-minute morning show today, and by today I mean uh, Wednesday the 21st. of March. Elvis yeah. Duran morning show, 15-minute yeah, morning show. I'll, I'll be the first to say that I screwed up. You said you took a picture with Charlie. Here's a picture of Charlie Puth and I. Yeah, I said that. Charlie Puth and me. What's the problem with that? Well, I explained it on the 15-minute morning show. I feel like people should just go listen to that. Well, but, no, no, but remember, the, remember the rule. There. It's after the if after the, the subject of the sentence, it's I took the picture, right? It's oh, it's me. Also, if you remove Charlie Puth's name, you wouldn't say I took a picture with I. Yeah. You'd say took a picture of me. So that's how you, you, you use the wrong one. People try to remember to say I because they think that's the right way. Oh, I have to say I, but it's not. It's me. That's it. Okay. Grandma police. Okay. So. Gra- Gra- 
The New York Giants have a new player. Name is Kareem Martin. He's Reem the Dream underscore 95. R-E-E-M the Dream. Right? So he said something to the effect of... Uh... Let me see what he said. Oh, he said, um, I'm so happy to be a part of the Giants organization. But he used a part as one word, which I've said many times, a part is the exact opposite of a part. It's, right. a, it's a weird thing in the English so language. So either you are a part of something, which is two separate words. Or you're words. a part from something. That's correct. So if you say a part is one word, you're actually a separate entity from them. You're a part from them. The... the it's opposites. They're right. opposites of one right, another. Right, right. Yeah. So he tweeted out, great to be, one word, a part of the Giants organization. Ooh. So one of our listeners uh, tweeted and said, I think it was CJ, he tweeted and said, where's at David underscore Brody? And it copied me to the tweet, right? So now I'm copied to the tweet, and now this guy's copied to the tweet, Kareem uh, Martin. So I was like, all right, I have to explain why he's copying me to the tweet. And I said, oh... Uh, you're he, you're copying me because a part is two words. I get it. Sorry about that. Something like that. So he wrote back. Uh, just sent a picture back to me and CJ. C underscore J underscore three fourteen, and it's a, like a police patch. Yeah. And it says to correct and serve with an apple in it, and it says grammar police. Love that. Love that. But I think he was being like, don't be a dick. Oh, so, okay. So I wrote back and I said. Sorry, Kareem. Um, it's just that we talk about a part and a part on our podcast on my show, and that's what he was referencing. Sorry about that. No offense. And he wrote back, LOL, I thought I had it right initially. I'm a blame autocorrect. Thank you. Like, like yeah. appreciating oh, okay. it. Right, right, right. So, Kareem Martin, I am not a New York Giants fan, yeah. but I'm a Kareem Martin fan because you're a good sport. <laughs> We got, we got a tweet from the Guy Corner. Love the Guy, guy Corner. Guy Corner NYC. NYC. He's the best. He's <laughs> now, He did this on purpose, okay? There is a, uh, I guess it was a stand that said uh, jerk, jerky hut. Like, it was like like beef jerky hut. Right. But he, put, he positioned himself behind a pole. Of course, yeah. Where the only thing visible was the word jerk and... It like jerk it. <laughs> That's so great. The last part of the U and the T. So and then so the poles in the middle. So right. it was like jerk it. Nice. He says <laughs> they want you to what? But I think he did that on purpose, which yeah. is fine. I think that was cute. Shout out to Juan Vasquez who tweets us an awful lot. Yep. Right. He wrote, "I can hear David Brody in my head. Asian isn't a nationality. Christian is a religion. You dumb fuck." Not meaning to me. So he put a picture of the billboard, and it's a billboard for truthministry.com. I'm assuming if you search for this billboard and truthministry.com, not a client, not a sponsor, not endorsement from them, of them, it's an Asian woman on the sign, and it says, are you Asian and don't want to be? There's hope for change. As if implying, like, turn to Christianity. But Asian has right. to do with where in the world you're from. right. Yeah, it has nothing. You can to do. be Christian and Asian. You can be, but you can't be. You can't change your actual. You can't change ethnic- ethnicity. If you're Asian, you can't be changing Asian. You can't. Your ethnic. That's your ethnicity. Well, you could have all the surgeries and you want to not look Asian. Yeah. If you have traditional Asian appearance, right? You'll still be Asian. Hundred percent. I moved to New Jersey. I'm still from Brooklyn. That's correct. Clearly. So there you go. So that that's another so one. Yeah. So thank you, Juan. F you to the Truth Ministry billboard. Yeah. Curtis uh, Hollowell. 
that. Is uh, this the double one? Hollywood DXOXO. Nope. This is a, 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 a hair studio that he saw. It was a sign in the window, and the name of it is Anal Anal Hair yeah, Studio. Yeah, the double one. Yeah, well, uh, the double anal. But it, maybe it's By the a- way, I, I saw that movie. Anal, <laughs> the double anal? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's A-N-A. Maybe it's A-N-A-I. Like N-A-N-A. Anyway, I hear that when you get your hair done, it comes out looking like ass. Either way. Yeah. That was my own joke. Well, okay. <laughs> what else you got, Brody? So uh, the, by we, the way, that that anal anal salon hair salon is in uh, Hershey Beth- Highway. Close. Hershey, Pennsylvania. It's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oh, a little town of uh, Bethlehem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's that, that that's near Hershey, sort of. Uh, yeah. But right inch, off the Hershey Highway. Right about an inch away. <laughs> they sell crack there. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to thank everyone that bashed Abe77 on iTunes. I love you guys. Uh, Yeah, I got one tweet. Don't be that guy. Abe tried to be that guy. Don't be Abe. Yeah, don't be Abe. You're a dick. Um, And so that's it for me as far as uh, Grammar Police and uh, great signage. I don't think I have any other. Let me see if I have any other signs uh, in my sign folder. Oh, I got one. You got one? Oh, we talked about the Wood Heaven Cafe and Pizzeria with the P-I-Z-Z-A-R-I-A. Yeah. Yeah, we did that last week. Okay, so I guess I'm caught up on that. No more grammar, please. But I will say that this pisses me off. Listen to this. You're not tribe. Hey, Google. Let's hear from the Brooklyn boys. Searching for the latest podcast from Brody and Scary. Ha! Boom! <laughs> I can't believe that. How did it get your name first? Because it's listened and knows better. That's bullshit, man. How does your name come first With in that? Brody and Scary. That's huh. okay. Elvis, Elvis said Scary and Brody several times. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Not, anyway. But the majority of the time, he doesn't. He feels bad for you. He gives, you know what? He gives you the handicap. He puts you... The scary he lets handicap? you go first. The scary handicap. That's not cool, man. That is not cool. Not cool? All right, should we do some email? I got a couple of emails. Yeah, get an email. I got unused Mail jokes. Mail time. Mail time. That sounds like... It's mail time. Welcome. You've got mail. You can always email us at thebrooklynboyspodcast at gmail.com. Please do. Um, this is, I have a problem with this one. This one uh, was a grammar police suggestion, but listen to what they say. First, love you both. You guys uh, crack me up all day. Make my workday fly by. Brody, love that UPS rant. Still talking about it. Priceless. I played that episode three times for my husband and my family. Scary. Bop, 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 bop. You're awesome. You truly compliment each other. And as a fellow Brooklyn native from Sheepshead Bay... Not tribe, but Italian. I appreciate the BK flair. Keep doing you guys. Uh, attached is a picture from the Beach Boys concert on in Long Island on St. Patrick's Day. Sorry for the poor quality, but as soon as I saw it, I turned to myself and said, Podcast. <laughs> You'd think a relatively popular, though older band like them would have their own grammar police. Love you guys, Gina. Well, I'm sorry to inform you, Brody. <laughs> But there was nothing attached to the email. So I'm kind of excited to see what this picture was with the grammar police and the Beach Boys. But she did not attach the picture. She failed to attach it. But the rest of the email was cool. But huh. So if you could, Gina, if you're getting this, Gina Torres, if you can... Uh, see, if, if that was... Re- send- oh, I like Gina Torres. By the way, if it was like Rebecca Cohen, she would have put an attachment. Yeah. Hashtag tribe. All right. Well, anyway, Gina Torres, please uh, send that picture along with... We want to know what you're talking about. Uh, what else? Um, no. Michael, Michael Gleicher. Brooklyn Boys, how about for a fan army name, what do you think of the Sheepsheads? 
Then again, maybe a Brooklyn neighborhood reference is too specific for a national podcast. Just thinking. Yeah. Either way, your podcast gets better and better every week. I've already rated it five stars on iTunes, written a review, and I thumbs down the Abe comment about eating while recording. Thanks for the great show and keep up the good work, Mike. P.S. I was the same person who wrote to you a few weeks ago when I saw iHeartRadio's website displaying February for the podcast oh, nice. dates. Yeah. yeah, thank you for uh, calling the grammar police on, on that. the entire company. The entire company had the word February right. instead of the word February. F-E-B-R-U-A-R-A-R-Y. It was an extra R. They, they have since fixed the mistake. It was, fe- it was February yeah. or something? Yeah, but Michael, thank you so much for going that step beyond and writing that iTunes review. We really could have used that. And for thumbing down Abe. Yeah, fuck you, Abe77. Bad. Uh, if I could just read one tweet from Corey T. Yeah. Who tweets us a lot. He's at World's OK Dad, which I think is great. And he's got a mug that says World's OK Dad. Not greatest dad. He writes a suggestion. Now, keep in mind, this is in text, so the way I read it is important. How about as a fan army name? He says, what about Brooklyn Boy Brigade for fan army? BBB or B3 for short? My Mm. problem with that is if you write it down, and it's not a problem, it just doesn't reflect our show properly, is if you look at it, it could be Brooklyn Boy Brigade, or it could be Brooklyn's Boy Brigade. In which case, it sounds like maybe like a gay nightclub. (laughs) <laughs> like a, or gay dancers Which is fine If you are in a gay dance Or a gay club But that's not but our that's show that's not who we are So you look at it And you're like Oh Brooklyn Boy Brigade Or is it Brooklyn Boy Brigade Yeah Meaning it's a boy brigade From Brooklyn Or is it the Brooklyn Boy Brigade I don't know But either way It just didn't look like it would People would yeah, get it Yeah no I don't think so, so yeah, I had to say no right. to that No uh, Andrew Dorzius writes About the fan army Hey Breary and Scrody See what I did there Don't like that Awesome po- <laughs> that wasn't the that wasn't the suggestion. No, no. Awesome podcast. Highlight of my week. I left a detailed review on iTunes. Love but, you. The, but this email is about a name for your fan army. How about the other ones? It's a playoff of the word another one. You are the Brooklyn Boys. We are the other ones. I could see it now. Hey, you also listen to the podcast? Yeah. I'm an, I'm another one. Get it? I'm an other one. So they're an other an other one. So right. they're the other ones. I'm going to give points you guys for clever. Rock, Andrew D. Thank you. I'll give clever points there, but I'm not sold yet. No, you're not. No. All right. Uh, okay. How about Omar? Omar Olet writes, "Hey guys, huge fan of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. I got a product that I sell on Amazon, and I would love to be a sponsor." Uh, on my favorite, I would love to be a sponsor on one of my favorite podcasts. Below is a link to my product that you will will be available any day now, and it links to Amazon. Yeah, uh, but don't say what it is until we get paid. Oh, <laughs> oh that's not nice. No, no freebies. <laughs> well, we also have to. We, we're, it's oh, com- by the oh, way, look at this. I owe Jacob. Look at this. Look at this. Beautiful. Yeah, we have. Oh, we can't oh, talk about this because no. he hasn't paid he hasn't us. Pays. Uh, <laughs> Brody, what, he's no, holding out. You know, Jacob has <laughs> that. Brody's holding out. Hold for on a second. Free dessert. No, no, Jacob. Who's our listener from Canada? We're not gonna plug the guy. We have to get product. back to him this week about the uh, coffee-related product that he sells on Amazon. Yeah. Well, this is not a coffee-related product. Oh, this we also is- got a tweet, and again, I'm so sorry, I can't keep track of all the tweets. We got a great tweet that said, "I want to sponsor your show with food. Can I? Can I have food? You know, provide food?" Yeah. So I said. So then I said, "Sure. Where's your restaurant?" He said, "Well, does it have to be my restaurant, or can I just bring food?" Wait. <laughs> Somebody's gonna go to somebody else's restaurant <laughs> yeah. and carry food out. Right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, send money. It's, it's nice, but that's not really send cash. what we're looking for. Send cash. Huh. That was a dick move right there. We just you already stopped me as I was about, about no. to mention the dude's product. By the way, and this is this is just <laughs> conversational. You and I have a friend that has a podcast. Yes. Right? And he has a Patreon account, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, right? Mm -hmm. In which listeners donate money to the Patreon account to support the podcast. Yep. And with the podcast money, they use it to advertise the podcast, to help them get guests, to buy shirts, to buy things to give away. And, you know, I'm sure he keeps a few dollars for expenses. I don't know how I feel about that. Why? Well. Person's got to eat. Well, I understand that. You got to make money. I understand that. I don't know. I, I mean, I Why like the idea. I, well, because I, I think if our listeners wanted to give money to support the podcast, our podcast, I would take the money and turn it right around into getting T-shirts and giveaways. If that was what we did, then I would consider that. Hmm. If we if we took the money and used it for giveaways with our logo on it, that'd be pretty cool. But okay. that's not what this guy does. He does advertising, but he also does it to to pay the bills for his home studio, which we don't have. Right. Never home studio. By so, the way. Anyway, Danielle Zig- Ziegler or Ziegler, wrote, Ziegler, Ziegler, or Ziegler, but not- wrote, wrote to us on our Facebook page. We do have one of those, by the way. It's at the Brooklyn Boys. Uh, yeah. eh, it's, it's not really upkept. Uh, but but Brody, what, what is it? It's not kept up. Brody, what is this? Uh, she screenshotted a Twitter conversation between you and Jason Isbell about Arcade Fire. Oh, and and she wrote at the top. Everyone's talking about it. Hashtag not ironic. Oh, um, you wrote, honestly, how is Arcade Fire a thing? Do the slot machines really make this better? And how bad would it be without them? Hashtag SNL. Because Arcade Fire played on SNL and you must have been tweeting. Okay. And then they wrote, Jason Isbell wrote, I like Arcade Fire. They're melodic and weird and making art. I think they were so good right out of the box that it'll... Always be a mistake to compare their latest work to their first couple albums. But I'm no critic. My wife is the critic in the family. Plus, they're a rock band, and they were on TV. That's a good thing. So, Danielle Ziegler found the need to screenshot that entire exchange right. and wrote, everyone's talking about it, hashtag not ironic. I don't know the not ironic. I think the hashtag not ironic was just a tribute to us. Okay. I don't think it relates to that conversation. Here's the thing. Arcade Fire was the musical guest on SNL last week. Last week. Arcade Fire, before I ever heard them, to me has a great name. I love arcades and like Arcade Fire. fire. I thought this was like a hard, hard rock, alt rock. I, I was thinking, what, what kind of music? So I checked out the band. Uh-huh. Like, oh, let me, let me I put on the radio. I saw Arcade Fire on, on one of the stations. I, I left it on. And it was, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Just, it, didn't, it wasn't melodic. It wasn't rock. It was just something weird. But if you've ever seen Arcade Fire, they're even weirder. The lead singer is not a traditional-looking lead singer, which is fine. But he sort of looks like your fat friend that shouldn't be in a band, right? Yep. And, uh, and not, not that there's a problem with him being the size he is. He just looks like a bad Jack Black. And then there's like 10 people in the band. They were wearing like Jiffy Pop popcorn bags of clothing, like <laughs> shiny gold weird clothing. Sure. And the song was weird, and I don't get them. And people, and so they were they were trending on Twitter, and Twitter was blowing up with people saying they suck. I don't get them. And every once in a while, someone goes, "You just don't get them, man. You just get them." If you're a mainstream band, you should you should be like you know you on SNL. More than seventy percent of people should like them. Okay, but if you're a niche band or a niche band, if you prefer, 
Yeah. And only 10% of the people like you or get you or you have to explain it. To, oh, you don't get them. They were screaming and wailing and it wasn't, they jump around like they're awkward. They're like a band. You're like, how did these people get famous? I don't get Arcade Fire. If you get Arcade Fire, don't try to explain it to me. Enjoy them. Have a party. Right. I'm just tweeting Sometimes out. Sometimes it's about a clever name. Right. Or a clever title to a podcast. Right. Which gets more listens. Right. We just happen to be boys from Brooklyn. That's right. not, Okay. So that's my, my, was my riff. I ranted on it. Okay. I got unused jokes and I got shit to complain about. So let's do this. All right. Well, let me just start with one. One? Yeah, I got one. You got one. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I don't write that much. But, uh, you know, the day that we had St. Patrick's Day in the studio, we had the elevator construction company, Bagpipers. Right. They were they were great. They Very were good. so good. Very good. They were elevator construction, uh, you know, workers. Yeah. And they were all gathered around the table. And I just gave a note to Elvis, and he kicked it back at me. Uh, the note was, which one of you is Otis? Yeah, play that's off of, a play off of the elevator company. Every every elevator company is Otis or Staley <laughs> or Staley, right? So like basically, when you're in an elevator, you know you look at so uh, is that the name of the the guy? I get They're it. Elevator I get people, it. an I, elevator joke, my, folks. My guess uh, has its ups and downs. My guess is Elvis didn't think the mass appeal, mass audience would get the joke. People know Otis. Come on. Okay. You guys know Otis, right? No. If you're listening to this podcast, you're going to tweet us and you say, go you don't into, know. when you go into an elevator. If you look at the floorboard uh, when you first if, walk in. If you're and, staring at the panel with the buttons on it, it always says Otis. It doesn't if it's a Staley. Or Staley. All right. Whatever. All Either right. one of those could have been. All right. We had Charlie Puth in studio this week, and he was wearing a bright highlighter yellow outfit, yep. like a canary. Charlie Puth's a great guy, but he admitted his outfit. Okay. So I gave Elvis a highlighter and I said, hold it up. You could interview the highlighter. It'd be the same as interviewing Charlie Puth. So he, he, when Charlie Puth came in, he held up the highlighter onto his sweatshirt and you couldn't see the highlighter anymore. So I said, oh, the joke was Charlie Puth's interview. Great. His outfit, the highlight of my week. Didn't get to it. That's cute. That was almost as good as the Otis joke. That's why it was first, Dick. Uh, Elvis was talking about the iHeartRadio Awards. Yeah. And he said, oh, DJ Khaled was uh, on the red carpet with his son. And I said, oh, he only has, the joke was, he only has one kid. When's he having another, another one? one. You, owe me a, you, owe me a, you owe me a beer. See? Okay. Oh, you owe me a Diet Coke I don't drink beer. Never See? Mind. I already got over All the right. jinx thing. Uh, people were talking about, have you ever smoked with your parents? Smoked pot. On the show, we were talking about people who have you ever smoked pot. We've done drugs with your family, done smoked pot. I said, yeah, I said, uh, Scary smoked with his parents. I said, I, 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 and I said, yeah, he smoked mozzarella. That's what Scary smoked. That's your time. We didn't do that joke. Um, Elvis was talking about uh, how he was over somebody's house and uh, they made, they didn't tell him, but they made pot brownies and he ate them by mistake. And I said, oh, did they make him in their easy baked oven? He didn't do that joke. Another brilliant joke. Thank you very much. Danielle on our show did a story about a kid who got caught. He shoved his Playboy magazine in a vacuum. In the in the vacuum hose. Yeah. And his mother didn't. He went to use the vacuum, and it was clogged. And she found the Playboy rolled up in the hose. I said, if I remember being a teenage boy, there's worse things he could have shoved into that hose. We didn't do that joke. Uh, Danielle was talking about how she was bullied in school as a kid for having a big nose. They used to call her Toucan. And I said, Danielle, you also had big boobs. You sure they weren't calling you Toucans? Hi oh. We didn't get to that. Uh, today we were talking about some kid. I don't remember the story. Doesn't matter. He had a Stranger Things themed birthday party. So if you follow Stranger Things, you'll get the joke. I said, oh, was the kid 11? Brilliant joke if you're a fan of Stranger Things. I don't get that joke. The main character's name is 11. Danielle did a story. We were talking about Super Mario Brothers before. That There's a picture of uh, Luigi. There's a new picture for the new game, Luigi. And it looks like he's got a lot of stuff in his crotch. He's packing. 
I said, yeah, he's a plumber. He's got a large pipe. Elvis didn't do the joke. Uh, Cardi B's pregnant, right? I said, oh, she's making baby moves. That was the joke of the week, in my in my opinion. Well, thank you. That was the he, second joke of the week. He passed. My joke of the week, he actually did. And I present to you my joke of the week. I was talking to someone online on St. Patrick's Day on the phone. And uh, she says, I, I, what can I get? I won a prize. What can I get? So I wrote the joke for Elvis. And he, and he said, would you like a Gaelic? <laughs> Play on words. Sexual, yep. on, yeah, double entendre. Double entendre. Yeah. Double entendre. Yeah, sexual innuendo. All right. You know what's really bizarre? We made it through this entire the, podcast the, and you haven't... The band you haven't, OMD. You haven't bitched about anything. You haven't, you haven't ranted, bro. Right. I need a rant. I, I had three rants in the past three days that happened to me that I couldn't believe. It got so bad. At one place, I took my daughter, my middle daughter. She said, Dad, that was so bad, I wanted to take my shoe off and throw it at them. Like, met- metaphorically speaking. That's how upset she was. I feel like you've got bad luck. Because I, unless I see the brighter side of life, I don't know what it is. I don't look for things to rant about, but there's definitely times, you know, if I feel passionate about something, I'm going to rant about it. But man, oh man, <laughs> every day that right. goes by is another birdie. Let's get get it out of your All system. Right. Let's People do this. People keep asking me for the dry cleaning rant. Not doing that today. Here's what I'm, <laughs> okay. because I, because I, I, I want to do the timely one. You're hanging. Okay. All right. Because this was on Twitter and people saw it. Come on, bro. Do you have to air your dirty laundry? Aha, right. uh-huh, you're funny. Speaking of which, oh, all right. We'll give you a mini rant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give you a mini rant. I have a service contract with my uh, gas and electric company. Yeah. On my appliances. Meaning if something breaks, they come to fix it. No problem. They Parts, everything included. Yeah. So you pay like $10 a month for all your appliances. Like each appliance, one's $9, one's 7 So I have a service contract on my dryer. Well, the dryer broke on Wednesday. I called and made an appointment for Friday. Okay? It says, would you like to make an appointment for your appliance? Yeah, which appliance? Press one for washing machine, two for your gas dryer. So I push two, make an appointment for my gas dryer for Friday. Mm-hmm. The guy shows up at my house on Friday. Keep in mind, I had... Now, look, if, if, you ha- if I spent most of my life never had a washer and dryer. So I'm not complaining like, poor me, I, my, my dryer's broken. But when you have a house and three kids, the dryer and the washing machine is very important. And we don't live near a laundromat. So on Friday, I have my appointment. I rush home. I make sure I'm there. I'm, the guy comes two hours later. No problem. Nice guy. He comes to the basement and he says, uh, that's a gas dryer. Yep. He says, oh, uh, my paperwork says it's an electric dryer. Oh, boy. He says, did you select electric dryer? I said, it's not even an option to select the electric dryer. It said, press two to repair your gas dryer. Oh, God. Well, he says, I'm not trained on a gas dryer. I'm only trained on electric dryers. So I say, can you go get a guy, switch, hey, call up Carl, and say, hey, Carl, can you come down here and do the gas? I'll switch with you. He says to me, no, those guys have their routes already. I can't call Carl. I got to do it myself. I can't do it. I'm not authorized. So I said, well, what am I going to do? He's got to make another appointment. I go, I waited two days for an appointment, and now the weekend's coming. I said, what about later today? Can somebody come later today? Everybody's already booked up. So I said, so I got to go to the, the laundromat all weekend? Again, not the biggest problem in the world. That's not my point. I pay for a service contract. So I call back after the guy leaves, and I say, hey, electric gas company, can you get me Carl or somebody else? Oh, I'm so sorry. We're booked up for the day. All our dispatches have already signed it, but it's nobody come to your house. I said, well, you guys messed up. She says, well, the next appointment you can have is Tuesday from 12 to 4. Fuck that. Oh, bullshit, Tuesday. I have a service contract that I'm paying for. 
Don't pay to use jokes music. Thank you. <laughs> so I said, oh, no. Oh, no. Nay, nay. You're coming tomorrow. And Carl better get his ass in here with the gas. The gas man better come. Not the guy who blew up my ga- my house with shit in my bathroom. Yep. That's a different guy. Different guy. So I said, I want my dryer fixed. So they said, okay, well, we go come Saturday, the next day. But we can't give you time because it's already scheduled. What are you talking about? Well, we'll be there between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. Oh, hell no, I'm waiting all day on a Saturday. You should have been on Friday with the dryer guy because I have a gas dryer. So she says, well, I got to talk to a supervisor. Supervisor gets on the phone with me. He says, uh, the best we can do, the woman says no appointments. The guy supervisor says, 8 to 4. Oh, hell no. He says, well, maybe we'll get lucky. We'll get there early. You got to schedule an appointment. We'll at least try. So I, I said, I'm not waiting 8 to 4 on a Saturday. So they go, well, please take the 8 to 4 and we'll do our best. I take the 8 to 4. I go on Twitter. Boom, 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 boom. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Another, Another supervisor one. calls me. He <laughs> says, okay, we'll be there between uh, 12 and 4. Oh. We're terribly sorry. It's our mistake on Friday. We'll be there. No problem. You got the parts to my dryer? Yep, no problem. It's again, We know what the problem is. It's a belt. We'll be there. Guy comes to my house at, of course, like 3.30, the tail end of the appointment, right? Always. He, he takes apart the dryer. He takes everything apart. It's boom, boom in the basement. Boom, boom, boom. He comes back. He says, um, Give it to me. they like, boom, boom, boom. He didn't say that. Okay. He says, uh, you know what? I'm going to go out to the car and just check for the, for the, make sure we have the belt. Let me tell you something. When they go out to the truck and check for the part, that's because they don't have it. So I go, I watch him open the doors in the back of the truck. He looks around for like 30 seconds. Then he goes and sits down in his truck because he's parked out right outside my house and he's on his phone and he's on his iPad and he's talking to whoever. 10 minutes comes back like I wasn't watching him. He comes back and he goes, yeah, I looked all over the truck. Uh, We don't have that belt. We're going to have to order it. So I say, order it. You can have it overnighted to me Saturday to Monday? Two days, something? No, it's standard shipping. Oh, I got to put the order in now and it'll probably go out Monday. Go out Monday? Or get, I said, so the part will go out Monday? He said, oh, no, the part will get processed Monday because it's already late in the day on Saturday because it should have been ordered on Friday. So he says, all right, it'll, the order will go out on Monday. Figure it, it'll get to the warehouse, the warehouse, the mystery warehouse, wherever that is. He goes, so you'll probably get it ground in three, four days business, maybe by Friday. Well, guess what? The part, It's Wednesday. The part's not here, which means if the part comes Thursday or Friday, what happens then? Then I got to call and make an appointment. So I'll be two weeks without a dryer. I've been schlepping my wet clothes to the laundromat and drying my clothes myself like I don't have a Sounds dryer. Sounds like you were the one that hung out to dry. <laughs> dur, 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 dur. So not only am I paying for a service, so I call up the gas company and I say, hey, I'm waiting a week and a half to have this thing fixed to pay for a service contract. Oh. I would like a refund on my service contract. Misery. So she says, well, all right, we can give you a refund of the $9 for the month. Oh, No. You're going to give me a refund for the year because I'm not getting... I paid like $70 at this point. Did you get your money back on the service contract? Yes, I did. Good. Of course you did. You got your free dessert. I got my free dessert and they're coming to fix it. Hopefully it's good. I said, I have to use that money... I don't blame you. ...to pay for my car, to drive to the dryer. Then I got to sit there and wait. When I do my laundry at home, I'm watching television, whatever. So, so F, they're good good people. They're very nice to me. All right. But F the situation... Mike, the situation from the Jersey Shore? What no. do you have against him? Now, I had one more little brief Twitter fight, and everybody saw it, okay? Amazon, love them. If you, you When you shop on Amazon, if you see something you like, you put it on your wish list, okay? That means they store the stuff you like, so you're like, oh, I'll get it later. 
Or you can make it public if you want, and people can see what you want and then buy you a present. Oh, Brody likes this album. I'm going to get him a birthday present. It's on his wish list. Okay? Love that. I needed to get a phone charger, and I had like three or four in my wish list. The one I wanted that I bought previously, not available anymore. So I have a wish list like 150 things. Mm-hmm. So I want to get, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to search my wish list for chargers and see all the chargers that I've put on my wish list. There's no search window. Amazon redesigned their page. There's no search window to search the wish list. How could a company that big? I don't know. Now, there's a little away, window. Wait a second. Hold on. That's a glaring error. Yes. In, so there's a, a little software update. There's a little window in the spot that you think a wish list search engine would be. Right. But what that actually is, is a keyword search window. So if you put in the keyword, like I'm looking for charger, it saves it to show you what you've searched for in the past. That's no. That's not going to be a help to you. That's no help to me. No. So I tweeted Amazon. I don't have to tweet on my phone, otherwise I'd read it to you. But I tweet Amazon. I say, hey, Amazon. At Amazon. I want to search my wish list. I can't search my wish list. How do I search my wish list? I get a response back from at Amazon. And they write back, um, if you want people to be able to search your wish list, you need to make sure it's not private. Oh, God. If you're trying to search for a friend's they wish give list. give you some stock answer. Right. Then you need to make sure their list isn't private. Just search by their name, their phone number, blah, blah, blah. So I write back, please read my tweet. I don't want to search for a wish list. I want to search within my own wish list. Well, first thing you need to do is make sure your list isn't private and then search for... Oh, my God. So so then I write... So then I so I go, don't you dare tell me to search. Uh, I want to search. Read my damn tweet. Then I get a tweet from at Amazon Cares. The people, I guess they have a division that cares and a division that does not but care. Wait a second. I was going to say, shouldn't the entire I don't Amazon know. care? I don't know. So I tweet them back at Amazon Cares and I say, hey, at Amazon Cares, how do I search my wish list? Well, if you'd like to search for a wish list, make sure the wish list isn't... And they give me the same damn thing again! Ridiculous. Fuck you, Amazon Cares! You don't care. So I, I DM them and I'm waiting to hear back on how... I, they, there's a glitch. They redesigned the... And it's not there. And if it is there, I'm blind. But nobody there will answer my question because they're sending back form response. It's like, you ever call a help desk? And you go, hi, I'm calling about my Windows 8.1 uh, computer. I'm on the computer now that I'm calling about. What do they say? Are you on the computer now you're calling about? Oh, my God. Yeah, because they're reading a script and they didn't get to that question yet. I got one more rant. Hold on. What they actually say is, are you at the computer right now? Okay, why did I just say that? Because we played a phone tap today where I did an accent. I didn't say where it was from, nor did I say anything about the culture or people that speak that way. And then somebody texted in. Hold that's on. That's racist. That's racist. First that's of all, racist. if you call, okay, if you call it's every, not racist. If you call everything racist, then nothing is racist. You de, you 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 desensitize people to the word. The word racist has to do with hate and discrimination and oppression and making fun of people for for simple traits they were born with. Okay. If I do a Russian accent, I do a Russian accent. Even if it's not the best Russian that's accent. That's not racist. Not racist. That's stereotyping, but no, that's not No, it's not. Racist. It's doing an accent. If I do a British accent, if I do a British accent, governor, nobody says you're a racist against British people. But if I'm talking like this, like, Andre, Andre, Ipa, Ipa, like speeding and Hold on, hold on. That's stereotypical. Hold on. That's mocking people and making them sound like Speedy Gonzalez the rat. So you're saying that the I'm mouse. racist. But if you do, if you- That would be racist? 
No, I'm saying it's inappropriate. It's a, it, it could oh, be. Wait, it's inappropriate. That, no, that's an opinion. No, no, no we're, I we're think trying I, to attribute it to a fact. On, I, I, okay. What I'm, I think to say that you're onto something with the racist hold thing. On. Well, let's stick to racist. What's, what's racist Doing and not Speedy racist? Speedy Gonzalez and saying that represents people is not okay. I'm just saying that that sounds no, but, but people somewhere, that that's somewhere that's, about a decade ago, you're no longer allowed to do a Chinese accent, a Chinese American accent. Even though you're not making fun, you're not making up words, you are speaking exactly the way someone who works in a, in a restaurant or an American person with a Chinese accent, you're, you're doing the accent, okay? That's considered offensive, right? I don't like that. Because if you're, if you're speaking the way they speak... You're doing an impression an of... An impression. You're not making fun of, you're not making faces, you're not doing no. any... You're just doing... A, you're recreating a... Whatever. A conversation that you heard, whatever. So I did this phone tap where a woman called at one of our hotlines... Right, and uh, I I spoke in my normal voice as a wise ass, and I right, and she called back, demanded to speak to the supervisor. Well, I was the only one here, so I had to change my voice. So I said, "This is the supervisor." Right. right? Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Well, someone said that's racist. I know. What I found is most people that complain aren't that that it's guilt, right? Like one guy called up once. Elvis made a joke about being gay, and he was like, "It's offensive to gay people. How dare you? You you don't know what it's like to be gay." And I said, "Sir, are you gay?" No, but it's wrong. My guess is that person wasn't Indian. Yeah. The last thing I would ever do is make fun of a culture or people. So my point is, if I can do a Southern accent, now if I do a Southern accent and I do it and I make myself out to be less than intelligent or, or, or stereotypical, offensive, that's offensive. But this, to, to, to honor a, a great Southern accent or a, or a Philadelphia accent or a Boston accent, you're not making fun. And you're doing a prank phone call. No, I'm, I'm with you. You know, it, it really bothered me to see that today. Stop saying everything is racist. Racist. And then, you're oh, racist. If you say everything's racist, then no one's going to take you, you seriously when you actually something is racist. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> all right. So next time, next episode, I'm going to tell you about the terrible customer service I had at a burger place where they mushed the burgers. All right. We'll get to that. Uh, I have yeah, a problem. mushing takes the juice out of it. Well, no, it's not that they... The name of the place is... You'll, you'll understand. Oh, I know. I okay? know which one it is. Okay. I also want to bitch about self-checkouts when you when you ring up your own merchandise. And I want to talk about... Oh, you said uh, you said yesterday that uh, you have to visually see something. That's redundant, so... Of course it's redundant. Yeah, okay. People go, oh, I have to, oh, I, I have to visually see that for myself. Stop it. Uh, I got to talk about the dry cleaner problem. And, and and my problem with Fios with my router, because that one's been going on for a while. <laughs> I got a lot of rants. My point is, you know. Yeah. You, uh, you're going to talk I, about I, losing your voice, yeah, too. Yeah, I guess it's, you know what? It's because of where we're from. Brooklyn!